Turn with me in your Bibles this morning to Exodus chapter 13. And let's go to the Lord in prayer before we begin our message. Lord, I come to you right now. And Father, I just... God, I stand before you, Lord. I'm Me, myself, I'm, I'm just nothing. And Lord, so many times I feel so inadequate. But God, I thank you that you are so faithful. You have never one time let me down. Lord, you've always made a way. You've always provided. You've always done what you said you would do. So God, right now, I stand before you humbly knowing that I can't do this on my own. And I ask that you send your anointing right now, Father, that I could say the things you'd have me to say. That I wouldn't interject my own thoughts, but God, that it'd be your thoughts. And Father, even greater than that, I ask that you are preparing everyone that's here. I prepare their mind and their heart, Lord, that they might hear this and that it would, it would do good for them. Lord, that they would leave this place today encouraged and, and, and strengthened. And Father, I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Exodus chapter 13. I'm going to start reading in verse 21. The Israelites are... They have kind of began their journey out into the wilderness, to the land of promise. Moses is is their leader. And they get to a, a place that... You know, God's directing Moses where to lead them. Well, they get to a place where they're about to enter into the wilderness. And let's face it, Moses doesn't know the way to go, right? That's why it's called the wilderness. (laughs) It's wild. There's not clearly defined paths, right? And even if you made a trail, the wind would blow the sand and cover the trail in just a short amount of time. Okay? So they need somebody to guide them. Verse 21, it says, And the Lord went before them. Y'all, that right there, we could preach on just that. (laughs) The Lord went before them. Okay? So we need to know as Christians that God is always going before us. Not only is He going before us, but He's behind us and He's with us. Right? Praise God for a God that's omnipresent. He can be anywhere. He can be everywhere. It doesn't matter to Him. But it says, And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud to lead them the way. And by night in a pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and night. He took not away the pillar of the cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. So what I'm here to talk to you about today... What I believe the Word God has me to share with you refers to God's leadership. First of all, we need to keep God in front of us. Okay? It's real hard to follow somebody when they're not in front of you. Right? You ever had a backseat driver? That's hard to do. It's hard to follow somebody's direction when you ain't ever been there, 
And you don't know where they're headed. Now, on the other hand, if you got a car in front of you that you're following, it don't matter then, does it? I don't even need to know where I'm going. I don't need to be aware, really, of even a whole lot that's going on ahead of me because I'm just watching Him. When He turns on a blinker, I turn on a blinker. When He begins to stop, I stop. I don't have to be aware of all these things I can't see yet because I'm just following somebody. And that's what God did with the Israelites and that's what He does with us today. He put this pillar of a cloud and a pillar of a fire in front of them. It says He went before them. He he went out in front of them and began to lead them. So they would watch this thing and they would say, okay, we need to go toward that. And you know, when you're walking and you're following something that's off in a great distance, it really doesn't matter if it turns from here to there because you just keep your eyes on it and keep walking. You may vary from here to there, but as long as you keep your eyes on that mark, you will stay a true course. So these Israelites begin walking out into the wilderness. They don't know where they're going. Moses is is their leader. Moses is just following God. There's a lot of uncertainty. But God sends a cloud that they can see. A point of reference. He says, follow this. And God's so so knowing and, and so considerate of us that He sent them a cloud of fire at night so they could see where they're walking. So they can see their point of reference. Because you know, a lot of times in the desert, it's better to travel at night if you can, because it's cooler. But there's a lot of dangers at night. But most of those dangers don't like fire. You hear me what I'm telling you? God is good. (laughs) He knew what they needed, right? They didn't have to know the direction. They just had to see where God was for today. You know? A lot of times we start to pray and we ask God, but God, what about tomorrow and what about next week? And I've got to make all these plans. And all along God is just saying, look where I am today. Let's just handle today, Kevin, and and we'll get to tomorrow when it comes. Right now you just need to follow where I am today. You see, God didn't send this cloud to run off over on the other side of the hill and then they would have to determine how to get to that point so they could see it again. He kept that cloud right in front of them so they knew where He was. See, they didn't have to make plans for next week. They just had to make plans for today. We're going to follow you today, God. And see, they had to always keep God in front of them. What what does that tell us? It means God needs to be directing our paths on a daily basis. Not not just whenever we get around to it. Because if they would have just said, okay, that's nice up there, God, but right now I'm just going to walk my path. Before long, you're off somewhere else, and then you've got to stop and turn around and find where God is so you can get back on the path. God went before them to lead the way. 
You know what's, what's wonderful about that? Is you know you're doing the right thing when God's leading you. Because God's not going to lead me to the wrong thing. He's not going to lead me to the wrong place. They knew wherever it was that God went, they were going to be at the right place when they got there. You reckon any time they woke up and that cloud didn't move? What do we do? Well, let's just go ahead and go. He'll catch up with us. No, but we do that all the time. All the time we'll get up and say, well, I'll go ahead and start walking and just let God catch up with me. You're not letting God lead then, are you? You're leading God. Y'all, that don't work. <laughs> God is not going to follow you. He'll be with you, but He ain't going to let you lead. Alright? What He'll do is He'll sit there and wait on you to come back to Him. I don't know if y'all have ever been out walking like that, but the last thing you want to do is have to backtrack and pick up the real trail. Right? It's a whole lot easier to stay on the trail the first time. You know, as you read commentaries about this, there's all kinds of things that I think some of it people just assume. The Bible doesn't really tell us, but one guy said he sent them a, a cloud to, to help cover them from the sun. I don't know. That's not in, I don't see that anywhere in the Bible. It's a good thought. Maybe so. It's definitely in line with what the way God treats us. He, he does provide the things we need when we're in those tough situations. And it's not beyond the scope of what my God's capable of to imagine that He did provide a cloud in the day uh, as a marker so that He could also at the same time shade them. He's staying right with them, right? He didn't run off and leave them. That cloud's always right there in front of them. And He sends that fire at the night. So they can see what they're doing. They can see what's going on around them. It keeps the wild beast away from them. He's, a, he's an ever-vigilant protector. There's one, another place that it says that God looked through the cloud at them. Right? Man, I, I love my God, y'all. <laughs> you see, man, I hope I can just put this into words today the way I feel right now. You see, see God went before them. Okay, just, just think about this for a minute. Just close your eyes and begin to imagine God directing His love towards you. He went out before them, okay? He went out before them and He said, y'all just follow me. I'm going to lead you to the place you need to be. I'm going to take you to the promised land and I'll get you there when the right time. Okay? Just follow me. It says that His presence never left them. It says that, that He always stayed right there before them. How many times during that journey did those Israelites turn away from God? Time after time. But His presence always stayed right there. Waiting on them to follow Him. How do you, how do you pace yourself when you're trying to lead a, a group this big? Some are faster than others. He knew just the right pace. He knew not to go too fast or too slow. He, know how to, he knows how to lead you just right, people. If we'll just follow Him. 
If we'll just let Him lead us, if we'll look to Him for our direction, if we'll just trust that that cloud and that fire knows the right way. Why didn't He show up as a rainbow? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Why wasn't it just a star in the sky that they could follow? I don't know. God does. And what I'm trying to tell you from that is is God leads you the way that's right, okay? God leads you the best way. He knew the reasons why He chose a cloud and fire. He, He knew the right way to do it, okay? My God's trustworthy. Amen? My God knows more than I do, thank God. Otherwise, we would all be in miserable shape. He went before them. I don't know how many times I can reiterate that. And, and really, I mean, I don't get tired of saying it. I love a God that goes before me. You know what He's doing? He's preparing the way for me. I encounter an obstacle that, oh, we need to steer around that. I don't have to know. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to lose sleep wondering, am I going to have to encounter something tomorrow that I'm not prepared to deal with because my God is leading me and along the way He's preparing me. He leads us in the paths of righteousness. For His name's sake is what the Word says. What does that mean? For His name's sake. He has a a good name. He has a reputation to uphold. What would it be like if He let us down? How long would we trust Him? We'd lose that quick, wouldn't we? He has a name to uphold. So He leads us in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Y'all, my God is good, okay? He is just and He's righteous. He's great and He's mighty. He he is my provider. Oh my goodness, is He my provider. He's my healer. He is my counselor. When I can't figure it out, you know who I go to? I go to Him. I got a problem to deal with? I go to Him. I don't want to talk to men. I may, I may counsel with a man, but I'm listening to God while I'm doing it, okay? Because He is my counselor. Sometimes God will speak through another person, but I better be listening to Him and not just their words alone. You hear me? He goes before me, don't He, Brother Tim? He will lead me if I will let Him. And if I will just follow Him. I want you all to understand, I can't slack behind and expect for that cloud to be still sitting there. Alright? I've got to stay on His heels. Let's look at this verse. Psalms 139. Y'all, I think David knew what it meant to follow God. And I don't just say that as as any kind of cliche or anything. 
I really think he did. He, he worked hard at trying to follow God. Imagine David, okay? As a young boy, and Samuel comes and anoints him to be king. <laughs> think about that, man. That has got to just totally change your life. Even when nothing about your life has really changed, just the knowledge of what God's going to do changes you. So in Psalms 139, verse 23 and 24, David says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any wicked way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. What is he saying? He's saying, first of all, God, I want you to reveal to me. See, God does not need permission to search me out. Nor does it. He have to wait on me to say something so that He can then go do it, okay? God knows everything about me, so this is for David's benefit. He's saying, search me and know my heart. See if there's anything in me that I don't know about God, reveal it to me. Is, have I done somebody wrong and I wasn't aware of it? Is there sin in my life that maybe you haven't dealt with me about yet, but you're going to, God, reveal it to me. And the last thing he says there, what does he say? He says, lead me in the way everlasting. What is that saying? He's saying, I'm going to follow you, God, if you will lead me. Y'all, when you get to a point where you can pray that, you're doing something, okay? You're breaking ground. Something's going to be accomplished. When you can pray that humbly before God, see, we don't always pray that humble. We'll go to God and we'll say, yeah, God, I know I did this wrong. But we always get we got this other stuff back here we're not even going to cover yet. But David's at a point in his life he says, "Lord, I don't want there to be anything in me that's wrong. If there's any wickedness in me, show me so I can get rid of it." He says, "Lead me in the way everlasting. I want to follow your will. I want to follow your leading in my life." Y'all, if we just had more leaders today in our country that would say something like that and say, God, lead me so that I can lead others, what would happen in our country? We would have revival breakout. We would have a, a country that was once again a mighty nation. You know where we can start though? We can start right here. Y'all, I know each and every one of us needs God leading in our life. We need that cloud and that fire directing us, showing us the right way. But you know what it takes? It takes us looking for it. Because if those Israelites would have got up one morning and just turned the other direction and started walking, where is the cloud? It's behind them. That cloud ain't going to come swinging around so it'll lead you another direction. It's going to be over there waiting on you to come back to it. So it takes us getting up in the morning and saying, God, where do you lead me today? 
We get so wrapped up in what's coming next week and the week after and how do we make all these plans fit together. It ain't none of our business most of the time. It's not. We concern ourselves with that stuff that we don't have any control over. And all God wants us to do is just walk with Him today. Y'all know what? I don't even know if I'll be here next week. I don't know what, what God has in store for me, but today I can follow Him. That's all that I need to know. God didn't ever tell the Israelites, you got 40 years before we get there. Think about that, okay? He never promised them, we're going to make this in a month. He never told them how long it was going to take. He just said, I'll lead you. You follow me. You know that trip could have been shortened. Hmm? Listen. Because this directly impacts your life today. That trip could have been shortened. It didn't have to take 40 years. We just got to lead. Let Him lead us. And all we got to do is follow Him. All we got to do is seek His direction every morning. Get up and say, Lord, just show me where You want me to be. Show me what You want me to do. Renew a right spirit within me. Y'all, I I need to pray that more often. Renew a right spirit within me. Because y'all, my spirit gets off track. The whole whole concept of what's supposed to be going on in my life just gets off track. And I have to recenter and refocus myself on God's direction. Because I want to go do other things. (laughs) Things that just seem that that seems more appealing. Let's go do that. Oh, this looks fun. Let's go over there and do this. And God's just sitting there waiting on me to come back. Get back in line so you can follow me. And y'all, that, that almost seems boring, don't it? To the world, it seems boring. Because i got all kinds of things and I want to do and plans and all this stuff. And God's saying, yeah, but all that stuff leads to another place. You see, that path takes you somewhere. It's enjoyable for a season, but what the end of it is, is not what I have for you. The end of that is death, but I have life for you if you will just follow me. Where was He leading these people to? The promised land. When they got there and sent spies into it, what did they find? They find find great provision. A land. The Word says that it was flowing with milk and honey. (laughs) What does that mean? It means great abundance. That's what it means. It means everywhere you look, there's just provision. That's where God was trying to take them. And you know those people died in the wilderness because they were stiff-necked and they wanted to do it their way. Y'all, if you can't apply that to your life today, I don't know what else to tell you. See, God wants to take me to a good place. 
In my flesh, it may not seem that great. But that's because my flesh is stupid. My flesh is ignorant. My flesh is not concerned about eternal things. It's all about the here and now. And y'all, you got to sometimes walk through the desert to get to the promised land. Just love how God always wants the best for me. I don't always like the way I have to get there. But He always wants the best for me. And if I'll follow Him, I'll have the best for my life. I heard somebody say one time, and it has stuck with me for years and years and years, anything other than God's will in my life is never better than second best. Man, that has stuck with me forever. If I want the best, I've got to have God's will. If I want the best that, he, that, that there ever could possibly be in my life, it's got to be His will. Otherwise, it ain't no better than second best.